Ladies and gentlemen, your favorite Malom is back at it again with episode number four of the Heavy Podcast. I'm your host with the most Maloma Zonkatlehosuhume, and I'm going to be a navigator guiding you through everything that is going down within the urban culture. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of all that is litty, I'd like to thank everyone for having listened to episode three of the podcast. I really appreciate it, and the pod can only grow with your support. So please continue to spread the word about it. Now let's get in. That was a be keeping us very much entertained throughout this whole lockdown. I mean, it is just a pleasure to see artists and producers fight and battle using their music and their catalog to see who has the best or who has the upper hand. And the one battle that caught the two battles actually caught my attention. Sorry. Um, Nasty G versus MT, and also the one of the greatest musicians and songwriters in the game, and that's Teddy Riley versus Babyface. Now, Nasty G versus MT, it actually reminded me of how strong both artists are, and how both Nasty C, MT, and Reese are really the leaders of the new school. They are the the upper, they are the forefathers of all the these new cats that are coming into the industry, and they really brought in a whole different wave, sound, and energy to the game, and really reminded some of these old cats that they were going to fuck shit up, and they have really been fucking shit up. I mean, when I was watching that battle. It reminded me that yo MT really has hits and he has hits on deck. I mean from songs like Roll Up, Washa, Yup, Manando, Plug by Any Means, Five O Pill Tusi. And it shows that once MT really got his feet on the ground that there was nothing really that's gonna stop him. And even though he's went through all these things of label drama and everything to see the love that he still has from the public it shows that he has really created a solid fan base and it can only mean that this next album that he's working on is probably gonna be an amazing body of work and there's little chance that MT is gonna let down his fans after everything that he has been through and also 
the battle also reminded me that Nasty C has been consistent for so long since he entered. I mean, you don't make songs like Strings and Blings, Juice Back, NDA, Jump, SMA, just to name a few by accident. I mean, to be consistently dropping hits is neep up in place and he has been doing that as well since he entered the game and it really we are blessed in the hip-hop industry to have people like nasty c and mt and also a reese and all these other new cats that have been coming up onto the scene and they are really about to take this game into another level and really progress it and take it even further than what it already is man and you know teddy riley versus babyface was <laughs> it was <laughs> the first battle the first time they attempted to battle it really showed that you man, you know because it was just such a mess so there was technical difficulties and really all of that was unnecessary to be very honest because i think the thing with ig battles is really more about simplicity just connect your laptop ipad iphone whatever to a speaker and that's it but no teddy riley wanted to be a show you know a concert and really i think when that happened the first time i think it really almost ruined it because everyone was excited i was excited and you know to see one side really try to almost ruin it even though it is it wasn't intentional it almost soured it but at least when they reconvened to do it again it was just perfect you know sound it was sounding perfect and the music you know this is why I love IG battles because IG battles you learn so much you learn so much you get to know people's catalogs and what they've done and really Teddy and Babyface are just legends I mean they have people like Tony Braxton and Keith Sweat and Michael Jackson and Guy and uh, Bobby Brown is really these two have such a vast and very strong catalog that just hearing all these songs they either brought back memories of me listening to it when I was a kid or it was really just a oh wow he did that and that's why I love IG Battle so much and why I think in the midst of everything that is happening around the world with this coronavirus IG battles are really one of the best things to come out of uh, all of this because we're learning new music we're learning that these people are talented and that they are gifted and and that you should not be taking these gifts for granted now Travis Scott is one of my favorite artists I mean I still think about the night he was at the dome like that's to me if it was ever a life high point so far I think seeing him perform at the dome was just oh it was just amazing it just 
um, it left me speechless. Now Travis teamed up with Fortnite, the gaming, to do a digital concert. Now the developers of Fortnite, which is Epic Games, I think them and Travis really went above and beyond for this digital concert. I mean, it was like, it really looked like the real thing because it was just strobe lights and disco lights and really just pyro and all that. And the attention to detail regarding Travis himself was just out of this world. I mean, for the intro song, which was Sickle Mode, they had him with his Travis Jordan 1s. And when he performed highest in the room, they had him in the Travis Jordan 6s. So the attention to detail throughout that concert was just amazing. And whether there was going to be more of such or even start seeing the things that happened in that concert be implemented into like music videos and real life concerts. All I know is that Travis is really one of the culture's pioneers and for something like this to happen can only mean that the culture is going to take another step forward and you know things like concerts it's not just about the things the person on stage it's the background it's the pyrotechnics it's there's so many elements that make a concert a concert and travis has really been one of those people that has been trying to push that visual immersive um things in it from having a whole live bird well not a live bird but like a constructed bird floating throughout when he was doing the birds in the trap sing mcknight tour or when he was doing the astral world tour he was performing on a miniature roller coaster it's those things that from doing something like this working with fortnite who knows how the next travis concert the next Travis performance at a music festival is gonna look like and for me personally i'm just excited to see how he's gonna push the boundaries of live concerts even further than the boundaries is already set so really congratulations to travis and everyone at epic games for doing something which could be a culture shifter a culture changer and Probably there's going to be more Fortnite concerts, more digital concerts as everything happens and goes by. So I'm just excited to see what lies ahead. Now, Kanye West, the Louis Vuitton Don, Abuti West has officially been certified as a billionaire by the people at Forbes magazine. Now, that is a huge 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 achievement because Kanye and really the growth of the Yeezy brand have gone hand in hand now Forbes values him at over three billion dollars which is a lot of money but I feel like it's money well deserved because the Yeezy brand is one of the strongest brands in the culture in the game I mean for a shoe brand show company which was formed over five years ago is now going toe-to-toe with Jordan brand it really shows how much Kanye believed in himself 
but also how much Adidas believed in him and also really that they were banking a lot on him because this is this was really Adidas's really major major client that they had secured and I honestly believe they leveraged everything on hoping that the Yeezy brand would succeed and open the doors in which maybe other collaborators had failed to do and this has worked out brilliantly for not only them and in Adidas but also Kanye West himself because the Yeezy brand has really helped in his drive for the billion mark obviously there's other things such as his properties his royalties and other ventures but the Yeezy brand has been one of the main drives in which he's been able to get to that billion mark and it really is going to be interesting how from here onwards will the brand develop how he will develop as a fashion designer as a sneaker designer because lord knows where he is going to go from now because the world right now is well and truly his oyster he might decide to really go in and try and knock nike basketball off its perch by developing a basketball specific yeezy which he has done so it's very interesting times ahead but it's a very momentous occasion and achievement for Kanye West to have finally gotten that Yeezy billionaire certificate and talking about Yeezy his former collaborators the good people at Nike have been toying with the idea of retroing the Air Yeezy range now the easy was really um a momentous shoe in the grandest scheme of things because it was one of those times in which an artist or a collaborator really got carte blanche on what they wanted working with a brand and the air easy and the easy two has now become a grail of epic note i mean they are going for about four thousand five thousand dollars right now on the resale market and they've really it changed the game it changed the game it changed the game for how brands looked at artists and what they wanted from either what they wanted from them and what the artists wanted from the brand so the idea of re-releasing a yeezy would be in theory a great idea but i don't believe it's a good one because it's going to lose its last its luster its um its grailness you know because it's, it was such a special shoe it was the shoe i mean not everyone had it and if you're going to re-release a easy without the person even being part of the company it just doesn't make sense it makes good marketing and dollar sense but it just doesn't make sense and if i was working at nike i'd probably tell them to can the entire idea 
because it is just a bad idea so i am not for a re-release of the yeezy because you know it's time it's time passed and the person you dedicate the shoe to is not even part of the company i mean adidas once retroed a kobe bryant shoe but because kobe isn't wasn't a part of the brand anymore they had to get that shoe an entirely different name so it just doesn't make sense to be even thinking of doing something as intense as re-releasing the air yeezys now the own two is a city more known for its house pieces than for things such as r&b and hip-hop but this past month the O12 has delivered so much regarding those two genres. I mean, first of all, Huey dropped his project titled Chasing Magic. And for me, that project is like it's like a three-course meal. Because the st- you think the starter is good, wait until the main course. Or you think the main course isn't good, wait until dessert. And it was really just... A solid solid body of work that I still listen to back to front front to back because I honestly believe there's no bad song on it and it's the same thing applies with the Brewer Miles I think um, his EP early arrival is a signal of his arrival and it's really a solid short yet solid body of work and it really it shows me that the one two has so much talent just cooking tandonje release frequency and it's such a fresh and refreshing sound it's really it's it it's so relaxing and soothing and the one two really has something to say it really really has something to say and I'm just impressed with all of the material coming out. Pocalistic dropped Quarantine Tarantino. And it's that project, for me, it was like, you think focus good on a up-tempo house beat. Quarantine Tarantino showed people and reminded people that Foka can actually spit. The first time I heard Focalistic his music, he was spitting on hip-hop beats and he's just become this behemoth the star i mean most recently was on uh the sway five fingers of death for castle light and he murdered it he hit it out the ballpark and i'm just so proud of all the artists right now within the o and two that are pushing it and really just developing and making amazing music one project I'm excited to hear is 25K's Peli Machiavelli. I honestly believe 25K is not going to let the city down with this. And I really believe in the hands of Zuchi, this project is really going to kick major, major ass. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's that unfortunate time in which one has to depart. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to episode 4 of the heavy podcast 
as always please follow the heavy report on ig and twitter on instagram the handle is the heavy report that's t-h-e-h-e-a-v-y-r-e-p-o-r-t and on twitter our handle is at heavy report z-a that's h-e-a-v-y-r-e-p-o-r-t-z-a also please check out the website as well which is theheavyreport.wordpress.com new content will be coming soon to the website i leave you all by playing huey fill me up of his project chasing magic which is now available on your favorite digital streaming platforms until the next time it's nothing but love peace and happiness from me to you yeah all the shit i've been through made it out like a genius made it all look simple facts yeah Lord knows I'm sinful. Yeah. Love weed and sex to make up all my issues. Female co-stars on both sides couldn't feel more alive. Uh. Flown three barrel drive. Uh. Hit the east for the night. Yeah. Times Square for a bite. Uh. Heard them rap that I uh. Heard these songs that I uh. Huey's back, never mind them. Yeah. Had to lay low for a while, but I bounced back. Yeah. Way more juice, more feel. How about that? Yeah. If you know me, then I'm at where the vibes at. Loud pack with the bad bitch, that's my bitch. Bring the boy back, yeah. Uh, haven't been here in a minute, yeah. I feel it all in my spirit, you hear it all in my lyrics, yeah, yeah. No, this is not an appearance, yeah. Nigga, I'm nice for real, I love this life for real. Don't be scared to fill me up, my baby, I don't spill it, yeah. Plus, I like to push it to the push it to the limit, yeah. If I'm in the building, then the real is in attendance, yeah. Plus, the way you move it got me standing near the tension, yeah. Don't be scared to fill me up, my baby, I don't spill it, yeah. Plus, I like to push it to the push it to the limit, yeah. If I'm in the building, then the real is in attendance, yeah. Plus, the way you move it got me standing near the tension, yeah. Got me standing at attention, yeah Looking at those inches, I can tell that you expensive, yeah You know I'm the type that's here to get it and you're into that I just wanna cook the drop the roof like where the ceiling at Yeah, I'm feeling that Summer 2020 in the back Liddy every season, lost the feeling, had to get it back I know if I lost you, there's a reason and I'm fine with that I just want some dinners on an island and some wine with that Champagne on the ice, uh, known to like the finer things in life Yeah, alright, uh, know you see the color on my eyes, them the flights uh, Feel me too, I know it's no surprise You're my type, uh, wild for the night uh, That's what I like, hit the gas Let me see you reach your limits You got, you got it bad, now hold up I'ma let you finish Just remind them who the freshest in the history of my city Pouring up for all the realists and attendants, baby Don't be scared to fill me up, my baby, I don't spill it yeah. Plus I like to push it to the, push it to the limit yeah. If I'm in the building, then the realists in attendance, yeah Plus the way you move it got me standing near attention, yeah Don't be scared to fill me up, my baby, I don't spill it, yeah Plus I like to push it to the, push it to the limit, yeah If I'm in the building, then the realists in attendance, yeah Plus the way you move it got me standing near attention, yeah